listening to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey. Welcome to this Tripping on this podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. And you want to follow me over there because if you want to be on the show to talk about your fetish, this is fetish, fetish Fridays. If you have a fetish that you want to talk about and be on the show, you can be on the show. Just send me uh, a DM on Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous, or you could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you could send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, this is Fetish Friday. So if you have a fetish you want to talk about or just a secret naughty life that you want to talk about or you just have a problem and nobody wants to talk to you about it anymore and you want someone to pick it apart and give you some good advice, that's what I love to do. I give unprofessional advice, but I think it's good. You could be on my show, do any of those things I told you about before. All of that information will be in the description. I also have a confessions line where you could just call in and leave a confessions. I changed the voices there. I also changed the voices here. Okay, that's why it's called Strictly Anonymous. If you want to call up and leave a naughty confession or, you know, tell me what you want to talk about to be on the show, you could also call that number. It is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, that number is in the description too. And just so you know, that number you could call 24-7. Anytime you want, you could call that number, uh, leave your confession or, you know, your introduction of what you want to talk about on the show. Now, I do have a Patreon and I'm going to talk about it here as well as at the end of the show because it is uh, highly likely that if you are into this episode and you have clicked to listen to this one because you have a pantyhose fetish just like Brad, then you're going to want to sign up for my Patreon. I have a whole tier dedicated to guys who are into pantyhose. I call them my hosers. You'll hear me say hosers a lot on this because that's who I'm referring to. My whole community of guys over there that are into hose. I love those guys. I love my hosers. We have so much fun over there. Besides getting extra exclusive episodes every month, I do contests. We have pictures. People submit content. We have polls. I do extra content of myself talking about things like critiquing things, doing pantyhose reviews or so because I've had that tier for so long. The minute you sign up, you get all the stuff that's on there already, which is like so much content. It's too much for you to go through. (laughs) And but then you get everything moving forward. It is seven dollars a month. It's totally worth it. It's a lot of fun. If you want to sign up for my Patreon because you're a effing hoser, whether you just like to see girls wear them, whether you wear yourself, whether you're a cross-dresser, I also have a tier for that. Sign up for my Patreon. You'll love it. It's You could sign up at any time at $7 a month, and you could cancel at any time. Don't worry about that. And then you could come back if you want. A lot of people do that. They cancel, and then they're back two months later. Totally cool. It's all awesome. 
go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast or go to the description. The link is there. I know you're going to love this episode with Brad. He is not only into pantyhose, he is into pantyhose that smell like feet. Okay. It's not just feet alone and pantyhose alone are okay, but top of the mountain for Brad is pantyhose that smell like feet. Pantyhose, the longer they have been worn by a girl wearing them, the smellier they are from her sweater or her shoes, the more he enjoys it. He definitely has a fetish for pantyhose. It started when he was younger. He has stole so many pairs. He talks a lot about the stealing because it is interesting and he's done it for a long time and he's got, he stole a lot, okay, like hundreds of them. And he actually kept a list, okay, a list of ones that he stole. And the good news is he sent me in pics of that list as well as a pic of his pantyhose stash. That, those pics are on my Patreon. You also see, I forgot to mention that, on my Patreon there's like pics of all of my guests who are on the show, mostly all of the women anonymous pics, as well as specifically in my pantyhose tier. Pics of stuff like this, like this kind of extra content that you get, those pics, you'll find them up on Patreon. Brad's pics that he sent in his stash, the pics of the list, that he has, uh, he talks about his ex-wife and how he told her, who he's told, who he hasn't told. Uh, he talks about um, the types of brands he likes, the styles he prefers, you know, reinforced toe, the colors, that kind of stuff, and just how strong this fetish is for him. Like I said, it's the pantyhose plus the smell is like it for him, you know, and... It, it is better than SEX. He's here to say that. And I think that that is very true of a lot of people who have this fetish. Uh, that is top of the mountain. He's, like I said, stole a lot. And he talks about it. He's had this fetish since he's been younger. And he talks all about it. So I'm going to be right back on with Brad. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Brad. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm good, Brad. So, Brad, you have a pantyhose foot fetish, maybe, I would say. Is that true? Because <laughs> it does involve some smelly feet, I understand, right? I've heard that before many times. Yes. Yes. It started really young, actually. Yeah. Well, I always love to go back because... I always find it interesting where it started. I think a lot of other people who have the same fetish also like to hear about it, you know, because they could relate. Uh, did the foot thing and the smelly feet part of it come at the same time, or did it evolve into that? It started when I was probably, let's see, oh, probably nine years old, I guess. Yeah. And my sister's 14 years older than me. And uh, this was back in the early, mid-70s. Yeah. And, you know, she used to wear dresses to work and school and what have you. And her nylons, because she didn't have pantyhose at the time, it was nylons. And I was curious, and I put the foot up to my nose, and I smelled it, and I'm like, whoa. Oh, so the, but, the smell you know, with the foot and the hose was all, everything happened at the same time. 
yeah, with the leather pump and all that, I'm sure she was wearing, you know. No, no, no. I'm saying that the fetish, uh, though, the interest in all of it happened all at once. I mean, those were your first memories. The smell was there, too. Right. Right from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh-huh. It was, a, yeah, it was a very surprising smell that it just uh, kind of blew me away. But, you know, I was young and I didn't, you know, I wasn't uh, old enough to get hard or anything like that. Yeah. But um, as time went by, say, a couple, three more years when I was eh, 11, 12, um, my friend's sister, there was four boys and one girl in his family. And her bedroom was upstairs and off the kitchen where there was a door into her bedroom from the kitchen and out to the hallway where their bedroom was. And we'd walk through it. And one day my buddy and another friend of mine, were, it was wintertime and we walked through there and I was the last one to walk through her bedroom. And I saw her pantyhose hanging on the back of her chair and I grabbed them and I put them in my coat <laughs> and we're walking down the street in the, in the snow. Cause you know, in back of the seventies, there was, snow up to your ears, you know, Yeah, it's and it was cold. Yeah. And while we're walking down the street, I kind of walked behind those guys and I lifted the, the foot up to my nose and it was just pungent. The aroma was just so pungent. And I came in my pants without even touching myself. Wow. It was re- Yeah. Yeah. I would assume that would make you really horny for that smell again. I mean, if if just the smell of something without you even touching yourself gives you an orgasm, like how powerful is that? It was wonderful because it was like <laughs> amazing that something could do that. Yeah, I mean, come on, and it's crazy. So obviously, I went back numerous times and smelled her pantyhose again. And... Uh, yeah, I'd go in the bathroom and, you know, jerk off, and then I'd put her pantyhose back, and then I started taking them with me home. Stealing them, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would take them home, and I would enjoy myself in my bedroom, and over time, they had dogs. They had, like, three dogs, and I would take her pantyhose, like, quite often, and I'm like, I'm going to get caught, and I... And uh, you never got caught. I, I assume she probably thought the dogs ate them or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I thought where you but, were going with the dogs, I thought was that they smelled you, the pantyhose on you and started following you out the door and gave you away. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you thought the dogs yeah, would, I mean, you thought the dogs would smell it. Is that what you're saying? Gonna say? Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Kind of thing? I don't know what she... 
I don't know what she thought happened to them after they're missing, you know. So, yeah, those useless um, dogs didn't go, even know. She, like, her scent was walking out of the house in your pocket every day, and those useless dogs did nothing. <laughs> and they weren't eating them. You yeah, were stealing them. You know, I have, I've heard this story so many times from people that it's just, I think <laughs> back to my childhood, and I had a brother, and everybody was in and out of my house, and I just wonder how many of them, ru- like, ru- like, went through my shit, you know? It's just funny what guys do. Probably, you know, the curiosity when you're young. Exactly. You know, How else do you get your hands on this shit? That's exactly right. And, you know, the smell of her feet, I don't know if she wore them numerous days or if he were just <laughs> smelly or what, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was pungent. I mean, the aroma was sometimes I'd put it up to my nose and I had to take it away from my nose. It was so strong. And then I put it right back up to my nose. Because you liked it. And, uh, yeah, and then later on, I would work out in, they had a breezeway where they come in from the garage, and uh, she was working, and she'd come in, and she was always wearing a skirt with high heels, and oh my God, it was just unbelievable. She knew what was going on in my head. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, at and that time, because there time, wasn't, since there was no, you know, internet or anything, I feel like nowadays it's a lot easier for people to find out there's other people like them out there. But when we were growing up and when you were growing up, there wasn't any way to really know what anyone else was doing. Did you feel like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Or did you not put that together? I knew I had to keep it a secret. Yeah. And, you know, it was, you know. This is the first time I ever told anybody about it. And it's so oh, great really? to be able to talk about it to somebody without going to a therapist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, listen, when I got but, uh, um, BetterHelp as my uh, advertiser, that that's like a, you know, uh, therapy people. They, they do offer over-the-phone therapy. And I was like, how smart to do that? Because I think there's something about being on my show, the anonymity of it. You're not sitting there looking at me in my face and telling me, even though like a therapist is a stranger, you're not going to see them out and about, whatever. You still are like sitting in a room with a person looking at them. And I think that that still is very hard for people to confess in that kind of a situation. Whereas on my show... You're not seeing me. You're in the privacy of your own home. I don't know who you are. You call me from a fake fucking number. It, there's something about that setup that really works for people to be honest. And I was like, why don't other therapists, like, why don't real therapists do this? You know, and I think that they are nowadays. And I think people are taking advantage of that because it is much more s- safe to do it this way. So I can't believe this is the first time you're telling anybody. Have you been married all these years or anything? I mean, is this just big secret life you've been keeping? Well, you know what? And I was married, and after a while, I would let, you know, the girls that I was dating before I got married and after, because I got divorced. But yeah. I would let them know that I was in two feet and oh, the smell. Oh, you and, Uh-huh. Yeah. But, it, you know, a little while after we were seeing each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, none of them had any problems with it, really. Yeah. And, uh, I some understand. of the girls... They wore, the, they wore their nylons, you know, a couple, two, three days, and then in uh, their pumps and uh, just for me. And it was wild. It was great. Wow. Just to get them extra smelly. Uh, Did your wife know? My, my wife knew because I dated her for five years before we got married. Yeah. And uh, that was one of my fetishes. And she lived right across the street from my buddy's house where I would have fun with his sisters. um, When I was growing up, I was just talking about. Oh, really? And it was pretty yeah, she was right across the street. So there were times 
when I left her before I let her know about my fetish, that I would go across the street after I drop her off. I'd go over there and go in her bedroom and grab her nylons and go in the bathroom and take care of it. Oh, wait, yeah, your wife's when she wild. was younger? Yeah, well, I would drop her off at home, yeah. and then I would say, I'm going to stop over across the street. And, oh, and then uh, you'd you know, go over, and, right, and continue on with that nonsense. I mean, how many pairs of hose did you steal from that friend's sister? <laughs> over over my lifetime yeah. that I've yeah. taken? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> 300, probably. Wow. Wow. Numerous women, yeah. Wow. Yep, numerous women. He, mm-hmm. She must have been baffled. And what the fuck is well, happening you know with all of these hoes? I never told her about, you know, all the women I've taken hoes from, that's for sure. But um, you uh, know, Oh, it wasn't just, wait, wait, buddy. I'm sorry. It wasn't just from the one lady. It was from all, it wasn't just from the friend's sister. I'm just saying how many from that one friend's sister, that one house? All 300 hoes, like hundreds would, of hoes from there? I would say I probably took probably almost 100 pairs of her hose over about a 10-year span. Right. And then yeah. other people's houses you were taking them to? From yeah. To. Other people. Yeah. Other friends, sisters and mothers. And, you know, when I'd see them on, the, on their dresser or in the bathroom in the laundry, then I couldn't help myself, you know. <laughs> yeah. My problem so is I, I can't take... help myself but to keep interrupting you. So you're not, I'm asking for these details. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? It's like, because I'm not letting you go on with your story. I keep asking you questions. Wait. So after you start <laughs> stealing, let's get back to your story. After you start stealing from that friend sister, now you, because it's so powerful and you love it so much, you start to steal from every, everyone that you can. <laughs> yeah. After that, I, I couldn't help myself. Yeah. So it was like, I thought about it, you know, 50% of the day, I thought about women's legs. And when I went to school, of course, I'd stare at my teacher's legs and stuff and, and the girls in school and what have you. And, uh, you know, I would take from numerous girls, you know what I mean? And, and mothers in, in the trash cans and sometimes in the, in the laundry hamper. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite wonderful because most women wore pantyhose back in the 70s. Yeah, no, totally. And let me just tell you, it's coming back into fashion. So buckle up, all you hosers and people who love hoses. It's, <laughs> it's coming back. I just heard it uh, on the Emmys. They were critiquing the Emmys fashion. And if, I don't know if you saw a lot of women at the Emmys. They were wearing black stockings, sheer stockings with white dresses. And they were all the fashionistas were talking about how that's like the new thing. So it is coming back around. Yeah. But yes, during that time, it was readily available and a lot of you hosers came up in that time you know uh so you were able to get your fix that way now when you had that stash you had a whole stash at your house i'm assuming like where did you hide that shit and did it ever you ever get busted um you know what i used to put it in my pillowcase wow and uh you know yeah i mean how did your mother not find it well you know what as i got older and i had uh three sisters and two brothers. So there were six of us and I was the youngest. So at that point, you know, I would grab my own laundry from the basement after she did the laundry. I'd put it in my own bedroom. She didn't have to do that like she did, you know, earlier in the years with my brothers. Oh, uh so yeah. Mm -hmm. So she didn't screw around with my stuff. Right. Yeah. So, 
But you know what? I had like, oh my God, probably 20 pairs in my pillowcase. And, you know, every night, I mean, almost every night, it, it would be a almost must that I had to get off. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, it's like dirty panties. I mean, that smell for you was like an aphrodisiac. Did, let me ask you this. Did the pantyhose keep the smell? I mean, would there be like a time, like after a couple of months, the smell went away or did it go away after a couple of days or did it always stay? Over time, it, it did go away and then, you know, I discard them. Right. And then, you know, because I was getting new ones all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was wonderful. I mean, it was readily available and nobody knew. And, you know, I wasn't in the smell of the crotch or anything like that, but you know, just, just the feet. And uh, half the girls, probably 50% of the girls' feet were great. You know, uh, aroma was good. Uh, you know, some of them weren't, you know. Well, that's so interesting, though. I know, but it's so interesting. So many things that you just said are interesting to me. One, you're like, you know, I didn't smell the crotch as if that's like crazy. Whereas some people would be like, you're the one fucking smelling the feet. That's weirder. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so funny how everyone (laughs) thinks everyone else is crazy. (laughs) But like, you know, you're like, I wouldn't smell the crotch. I'm just smelling the dirty feet. But it's interesting that you're saying that like some smells... Uh, were appealing to you and some weren't, whereas most people would think any smell from the foot is bad. I mean, because no one's putting perfume on their feet. So what distinguishes like a good smell on a foot compared to a bad smell? I mean, I would assume any smell on the foot is bad, but for some reason you like it or that's not the case. Can you describe what you like you know, and what it, you don't like? Yeah, it was the, you know, the, uh, the leather of the pump. You know, most girls were high heels and, you know, leather. Um, I guess some of them were, you know, uh, patent leather. So I guess those probably even sweated more because they, I don't know if leather breathes better than yeah. or whatever, but yeah. yeah. But, you know, and uh, it, my wife's pantyhose were awesome too, but Margaret's, um, that's my buddy's sister, her feet were the absolute bomb. And then one time my wife and I were over a friend's house. Um, we, I played softball. We went over to his house. And I had drinks on the patio, and I had to go to the bathroom. So the bathroom was upstairs. They had a small house, and the hamper was there. And I opened the hamper, and his uh, wife's name was Nancy, and her pantyhose were in there, and she worked at a law office. And I smelled those, and it, oh my God, it almost knocked me down. They were just fantastic. But I did not uh, play with myself with them. I put them back, and we were pretty you know, pretty, you know, uh, we had a few drinks and my buddy opens the door, you know, in the bathroom. And fortunately I was not screwing around with him. And uh, I was just taking a pee and, you know, I'm like, did he see the hose? Did he see the pantyhose though? No, no, I had him, I put him back in the hamper and I went and took a pee because I had to take a pee. And it was fortunate. I wanted to, but uh, I had to take a pee. It was that kind of overrode, you know, that at yeah. the point in time. But I wanted to go back up there again during that evening and grab those and take them with me. And uh, I never had the chance. And I really, really uh, regret not going up there and grabbing those and taking them with me. They were so great. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. You know, ever since I've been doing my show, I'm very up on what guys fucking do when you're not looking. And there have been a couple times when a guy has come over that I've looked in my hamper 
made a mental uh-huh. note of how things were laying just to see if when they went into my room, like the bathroom, if they went through and looked at anything. <laughs> Get out, really? <laughs> Swear to God. Yes. <laughs> just to see. Uh, I don't they, think too many people did that. <laughs> what do you mean? Why not? This is shit that goes down. You're rifling through people's hampers. How do you know other people? What do you mean you don't think many people did that? Oh, you mean people no, didn't I do what I people. did? Women don't notice and take note of it just to see if someone went rifling through is what you're saying, right? Correct. Yes, Correct. I know. I only yeah. know because of, you know, talking to all you guys. <laughs> you have me on high alert. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it might not be a bad thing, but you're like, ah, he was doing something in my hamper, right? I yeah, get it. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, listen, it's not to be like, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, then I could file that information. It's interesting to me, but just because I do now know that people do do things like this, and I don't think anyone talks about it. I'm like, how many people are going through my thing? And, you know, I've had a handyman come up to my apartment. I live in the city, and I do make a mental note because I want to see how do I know they're not. How do I know? And would I write to the board and be like, oh, my God, your handyman went looking and my thing? Probably not, because I'm like, this is just how fucking guys are. <laughs> but it's like. Well, you know what? Yeah. Back, back in the uh, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, there was no cameras in everybody's house and we were not exactly. filming all the time. So yeah. nobody knew anything. I know. I know. Yeah. So there you were stealing now, all that stuff. Let's get back to your thing. You didn't really get to explain to me sure. the smell. What's the difference? Like, what is the difference between the bad smell to the good smell? Like, what is a good smell to you? Not that smelly of a foot. And then if it's too smelly, it's bad. Like, what distinguishes or what makes it bad? No, no, no. There's no bad. It's just that, um, I mean, the smellier, the better. You know what I mean? That's as far what I as thought. That goes, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Mostly, yeah. It's more like the leather and kind of, you know, like a little vinegary uh, smell, I guess. But, um, you know, and they're crusty sometimes because they're, you know, they sweated so much in their shoes. And uh, I made, you know, this is kind of a strange thing. But one day I, I sat down and I made a list of all the girls that I, that I can remember ever getting pantyhose from and there must be over 50 to 60 uh no i've heard that before it's a weird thing that some people do that take things i had a guy i think he was a hose or or a panty stealer he was a stealer of something from girls and he had a bag of them and he had a, a list he had a list with that fucking bag like in his closet and he was married i'm like you're so crazy but you know i have heard of other people who do keep that list that tally that written thing that documentation of it it's interesting you know not every Everyone does that, but some people do, and you have that gene in you. <laughs> you want that list of yeah. the girls. What's on that and list? Next to their names. Yeah, next to their names. And next name. to their names, I put, you know, how good they were. Basically, um, you know, great, good, awesome, phenomenal. Wow. You know, stuff wow. like that. Yeah. Wow. And uh, you know, Margaret, uh, my friend's sister that I grew up with, and that's that kind of started the whole thing. I mean, my sisters did, but I was too young to know what was going on. And then yeah. all of a sudden when I took her nylon and was walking down and I came without even touching myself, I said, Whoa, this is something special. Yeah. Because and, now it's jerk off material. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's like not only women turn me on, it's the pantyhose that they wear. So right. it's like, you don't even yeah. need the girl there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's kind of strange, but 
as I got older, sometimes it was less of a headache just taking their <laughs> hose than actually having sex. You know, <laughs> yeah, totally. and it was almost as good, really. It's kind of strange to say that, but it was damn near as good, if sometimes better. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. Listen, I think fetishes are fetishes. They're very powerful in somebody. And uh, if all you need is a pair of hose and smelly feet, yeah. you're good to go. Where do you get those from now? Um, well, you know what? As I got older, I'm in my mid-50s now. Yeah. And uh, I just got a relationship uh, about four years ago. So, you know, I wasn't, I'm not dating a lot, but, you know, I'm dating here and there. But uh, the women don't wear hose that much, and I don't want to tell them that I want them to wear hose unless I'm with them for, you know, a few months or whatever yeah. when I feel comfortable with, to talk to them about it. Yeah. And uh, so lately, I haven't gotten any from anybody, but I still have some from other girls. But... You know, like I told you before, the, the smell does go away, which is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you can yeah. buy them nowadays. There's girls that know that guys like this, and they're monetizing on it big time. <laughs> and they're selling, like, their used pantyhose, for sure. You know that, Well, right? I thought about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about doing that. Mm-hmm. And I might. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know. I mean, if you don't have that, because like you said, you don't want to bring it up in a conversation to a woman unless you know for sure you're going to be serious with her. Yeah, I mean, as long as she's comfortable with me and I'll know the right time, you know what I mean? And say, well, this is what I like. And if she's wearing them one time, like home, and I don't even know she was wearing them, and then I get surprised and she's got nylons on, and I'll bring it up and say, wow, I think this is really cool. This is sexy as it gets, you know, and she'll go, really, you like those? I'm like, yeah. And, uh, you know, the feel of them and this and that, and then I'll lead into the feet part, you know, later. Yeah. But mm -hmm. wait, the question for you, did you ever try wearing yourself or is it strictly you just like to, you know, the, the look of them on women and the smell of them? Well, yeah, I had to experiment and, you know, put them on and, you know, I grip a hole in uh, the crotch area and, and get my, you know, my penis through there and, and I'd put another pair of nylons, I'd stick it in their legs and I would rub and smell the feet of the other pair of nylons. And, but that doesn't really turn me on that much. I'm not a cross dresser or anything like that. Yeah. Right. You didn't get to that point mm -hmm. or, or you weren't interested. I mean, you tried cause you didn't know. I think that's how everyone, it works. You know, everyone figures out what they like by experimenting. So you did try it out, but oh, you knew that wasn't yeah. your thing. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, Totally heterosexual. I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, I'm not even close to being a cross-dresser. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something, feel, okay? Feel great. Let, let me tell you something. The majority of cross-dressers, as well as guys who I call hosers, who wear hose, are heterosexual, okay? I just did a poll on uh, my cross-dressing tier. Most of them were heterosexual, um, as well as the guys who wear pantyhose, like I said, they're not gay. It doesn't mean that at all. And if anything, I had a pantyhose guy on who was gay. That's like very shunned upon in that world. So it's right. interesting though, that I think a lot of people would think that, but it's just not true. And, you know, later on after I got, um, even when I got married and then uh, we were going through problems and subsequently my, my friend that that lived across the street from where my wife grew up, um, that I started with Margaret and they moved out because, uh, 
the parents were selling the house and moving to Florida. So she ended up moving out and moving out with my buddy, uh, her brother, in their own apartment. And I would go over there and have drinks and stuff like that. And I'd go to the bathroom and her bedroom was right there. And I'd steal her pantyhose from that bedroom. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No. Wow. I had to have it. Yeah. And it was, it was just an attraction that, um, I mean, I wouldn't go over the top to get her pantyhose. But I mean, it was something that was just drove me to do it, you know? Now, at, like, yeah. would you, if you went to a friend's house tomorrow and he lived with a woman and you were in the bathroom and there was a pair of hose and the hamper there and you had access to it, would you steal them? I would definitely smell them. I don't know if I would steal them, but I would definitely smell them. Now, if it was a party where there was a bunch of people, I would probably steal them. Right, you would. Right, right, right. If there was accident. Okay, so go back to your childhood, like where we were at your story. Like there you are realizing you like the smell. Now, eventually you start to date women. And do you remember the first time that you told someone about it? Was it the first girlfriend that you told? It was, well, you know what? It was was my ex-wife. Because I started dating her when she was um, a late teenager, just, um, you know, still in high school. And I told her and, uh, you know, she liked me a lot from the beginning. You know what I mean? Actually, um, I had a pool in my backyard when I was growing up and I lived at home and then, you know, subsequently moved out when I, you know, got engaged. But this is way before that. This is, uh, I let her come over with her girlfriend. Her girlfriend was in cosmetology and she wanted to cut my hair. So we went out on the patio in the back by the pool and she cut my hair and I was working midnight. So it was during the day my parents were gone and, uh, her girlfriend cut my hair and uh, we went all went swimming and stuff. And her girlfriend left and I was up in my bedroom changing. And, uh, my, my ex-wife, my, that I was dating, she came in the bedroom when I was changing and she actually had her way with me the first time. It was, Oh my God, the, the sheets were all ruined. I had to rip those off and get them out of the house before my mom got home and put new sheets on, and, <laughs> you know, cause she was virgin. And then, Actually, shortly after that, uh, she was in ballet, and, uh, you know, she wore nylons once in a while. She was in high school, and I told her. And uh, she goes, really? Yeah, turn, John. And, and she used to screw around with me. She used to take her um, pumps off when we were driving down the road and stick them in my face when I'm driving and say, no, don't do that. <laughs> right, because she thought you it was know. funny, but she doesn't realize it really does turn you on. Well, she knew it turned me on, but she also thought it was funny. So she would screw around with me. Yeah. I I mean, I was so attracted to her. I mean, we couldn't stop, you know, having sex. I mean, it was just like, didn't matter if she had hose on or not. You know, I just was totally into her, but that's just like a bonus. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Did you tell any of your guy friends? Did anyone ever know? Did I mean, I feel like you said you're, you you don't, you know, you haven't really talked about it, I guess, just with your girlfriends and now all my listeners. But I mean, like, did any of anyone else know? No, 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 my guy friends, no, no, no guys know about this. And the girls that I dated and then, you know, we split up, it, it doesn't seem that she ever told anybody either, any of them, because I would have caught wind of it some way, somehow, but they all kept it to themselves and that was nice and, and, uh, you know, I just kept on doing it. In fact, you know, I would take my ex-wife's mother's pantyhose, too. And, uh, you know, 
it was just a, I was like an addict almost. But Your I mean, ex-wife whose pantyhose? Her mother's. I was oh, like oh my goodness. You just breezed over that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, you know, curiosity and, but uh, they weren't nearly as good as uh, my ex-wife's. Yeah. So oh, that's in, like that's interesting. Do you think that pheromones come into play in that situation? Like maybe it's like the differ the way you differentiate comes down to pheromones. Because why would the mothers not be as good as the d- wives? You know, I but I guess everybody has their own unique smell. Well, uh, my ex would wear them for a couple, two, three days, for one. Okay, so they so were smellier. They really, yes, 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 and uh, you know. We would, you know, she was an athlete, so you know, her feet sweat, and it was uh, it was great. We used to jog, you know, together and stuff like that. We, and uh, yeah, no, she would she would do it on purpose, like a lot of my girlfriends. They would wear their pantyhose two or three days in a row just to turn me on. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of, well, I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't know how they were going to react. But when I found out they they reacted well to it and didn't have a problem with it it was easier to talk to women as my life went on about having a fetish like that. And, uh, like I said, I don't, I can't remember one that didn't, um, have a, had a problem with it. I, I think all of them are fine. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Cause I do have a lot of guys that have certain fetishes, especially when it comes to feet or pantyhose and the ones that are like, Oh, I haven't told anyone. I can't tell my girl. I mean, I get that if you're wearing them, that's a harder sell. And I understand being a little afraid to say that. But I feel like if all you are into is pantyhose or feet, most women, I think 100% of the time are going to be fine with it. They don't care if they really like you. They'll be down. They'll work with it. As you know. Yeah, and I would, yeah, I, I would tell them that, no, I said, you're... Your pantyhose, the only ones that I'll smell while I'm with you. I won't smell anybody else's pantyhose or whatever. And uh, they were fine with that, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it was a pretty good deal I got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, you were able to be honest about it. It's something that really turns you on right. and is so in your so easily turned on by it. It's interesting that the smell is a part of it. I don't, you know, I don't get that a lot, but I've heard it for sure. Now I'm wondering is, does it have to be both or could it be one or the other? Um, as, as long as it's nylons, I don't, you know, pantyhose or nylons, whatever, not socks or anything like that. It has to be nylons because it feels good on my, my penis. So you need it to, so it's not just feet. It's definitely the pantyhose, but can you do the pantyhose without the smell? I can, but, um, and I do, but it's just, you know, so much better because I stiff my, I don't know, can I swear? I, I mean, Dick is not swearing, I guess. You could say um, Dick on my show. My dick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I stiff my dick inside the leg. Yeah. And I, I uh, rub my pantyhose or the pantyhose on my deck while I'm smelling their pantyhose feet. Right. And that's what I enjoy the most, yeah. And I'll tell you this one little story. I was dating this girl, um, and her friend that, uh, it was New Year's Eve, her friend I dated before. I dated her, and we were going over her house, her friend's house. And I said, oh, hey, how you doing, Mary? You know, my girlfriend's name was Amy. 
we went over there and Mary I dated before, but I never got to smell her pantyhose. Uh-huh. Well, apparently somebody had, somebody stepped on her foot during the night at a New Year's Eve party. We weren't at the same New Year's Eve party. We just went over there after. And she had taken her pantyhose off and put them in her bedroom. But I went to the bathroom, and across the bathroom was her bedroom, and I saw her, her pantyhose there. So I went in there, and I grabbed them, went in the bathroom, and I got to smell her feet. And I, you know, um, played with myself, and I, I, I came, and I threw them back in her bedroom. And it couldn't be more than 40 minutes later, I went and went in her bedroom again, grabbed them, and came again in the bathroom with them. Oh, my It was goodness. fantastic. Yeah. No, I, I went home with Amy. Had sex with her and smelled her pantyhose. I mean, I, I came like three or four times that night. I mean, it was it was wonderful. It was good, good evening. <laughs> yeah, and like, has uh, it ever lost its appeal? Like, you know, all these years later from smelling all these pantyhose, can it still get you off three times in a night? Oh, absolutely. Right. Sure. Yeah, that's the power yeah. of a fetish. It's so ingrained, right? You know, the weird thing. Yeah, the weird thing is that the uh, the pantyhose. Um, will get me off easier than having sex with a woman. I mean, that's, I mean, the scent, the scent, you know, your, your yeah. nose and that scent triggers some endorphins or whatever. I don't know. But, um, you know, for me, it's just like so erotic that, um, I can be having sex and, you know, keeping it hard, but it's not, you know, real easy as you get older. But if I have a pair of her smelly feet in pantyhose, and sometimes I've had her pantyhose and smelled her pantyhose while I'm, while I'm screwing her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you need that. I think that's the that's what makes something a fetish because it is something that you do eventually need. You know, it is a big part of it. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that what like a fetish is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll never. It'll never end. I mean, as long as I live. I mean, the the, the smell of pantyhose. I mean, it's like. I don't, I'm, it's like, it's not a, um, something that you go through a phase. No, no, this is forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, listen, it's not a bad deal. It's kind of like, great. I wish as a girl, there was something that I could just pick up anywhere. Cause it is like, you can't, well now it's harder for you to find, but you actually can buy it. But like that, just the smell of it would just give me a fucking orgasm. I don't even need a guy that I like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not so bad of, uh, I think a I'm thing very, to have. I just think, yeah, I think I'm just. A very lucky person that that's uh, as well as a woman having sex with her that also gives me an erection and you know gets me hard and and oh my god just overwhelming sometimes it's like I feel like I'm very lucky yeah, yeah what a wonderful way to look at it I don't feel like anyone else has ever brought that up but yeah you are fucking lucky I see that clearly but yet you have always seen that like and you uh, you mentioned that I feel like many times here like you sound like super excited that like you you can just get off on this so easily and it's there and you and that works for you and it is actually a benefit you know and I but I think a lot of people don't look at it that way but I think that that is smart and it's true yeah and um you know growing up and uh, with my buddy's sister and I grew up with them since I was, you know, like seven years old or whatever. And, um, you know, she was kind of a tomboy one time, but you know, she was an athlete and, you know, she had beautiful legs and, and, uh, she, you know, just that, that one day, if I didn't walk through the bedroom and grab her pantyhose and take it with me, you know, I don't know when I would have, I'm sure I would have 
been a, you know had this addiction, um, but it just sort of been later. But it just started so early. Like I said, I must have been 11 or 12 years old. I can't remember. So where do you find yourself at now? I'm assuming you got divorced. How long ago? Four years? Like you haven't been in, or you haven't been in a relationship in the four years? You know, I got divorced about, let's see, almost 30 years ago. Well, oh, okay. I was probably 25. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I got divorced, I must've saw, I can't remember how many women within the first year that I was divorced, you know, cause you're like just dick happy. <laughs> yeah, and you're still so, really young. Yeah. Oh God, there! I don't know how many women that I went through in, in the first, say, two years. There was twenty, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that or more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, pantyhose everywhere, man. It was, it was, it was awesome. And like, I didn't get, I didn't break up with the girl because her feet didn't stink. It was other reasons, just like you know, couples. You know, I mean, just don't make it, you know, personally, you know. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with yeah, that. I, That's not the make or break or deal breaker. But uh, they right. all knew about it. Yeah. And, you know, it was something that, you know, like I said, I'm heterosexual. So, you know, I'm into women big time. The pantyhose was just like a real big bonus. And like I said, they never had any problem wearing their pantyhose once or twice or three times just to... Uh, get them to smell and they would let me smell them while I'm, while I'm having sex with them too, which is awesome. Quick question. Yeah. This is my last question for you. Now, are, now I know that the smell is very important. Is the color or the brand or anything like that specific, like something specific that you like, or like, is it important to you or anything, any pantyhose will do? No, it's. I'm glad you said that because um, I didn't even think about bringing that up. But it's a very almost, yeah, it's pretty important. I mean, it's. Uh, I like reinforced toe because it seems like it keeps more of the oh, scent in there. Uh huh. And I like, I like the legs pantyhose with the reinforced toe. Tan is what um, my buddy's sister Margaret used to wear all the time. Uh huh. And. Uh, and always pan, always uh, reinforced toes, so that was like a constant. And uh, I like that color, and also like a light gray, but it's legs pantyhose. I bought my wife one time before I got married. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I must have just had you know got the nerve up to do it, and I bought her like six pairs of <laughs> uh, legs pantyhose. Uh-huh. Yeah, all In every color. Toe. No. Um, Three of them were tan and then, you know, a couple different other colors just so she can wear them like weddings or funerals or what have you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, reinforced toe and, uh, you know, just I, I, I look at women and um, I always look at their legs and even on TV, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, the girls that, that are on the news, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. wow, you know. Uh, the, yeah. You know, so it's. It's something that's going to be with me for the rest of my life, you know, and uh, the next girl I'm with, I'm sure she'll be close to my age, so she'll be old school, and she'll probably have no problem wearing pantyhose, I'm sure. 
the funny thing, though, about women, I'll tell you, is that, you know, it's interesting that you love the reinforced toe, yet a woman would feel the opposite. Like, they would never, at least for me, like, if I had an open toe shoe, like, I would never want a reinforced toe to be showing, yet guys like shit like that. Like, they like the even the control top sometimes, you know? Whereas, typically, a woman would never want that part. It looks so weird. But some guys are, like, a turned on by that, just like you're turned on by a reinforced toe. Is it the look or just the fact that it... No, it's, it's the look. I mean, just even see when they wear open-toe shoes with reinforced toe, it's like, wow, what a turn-on. I mean, almost it starts getting me hard just even seeing that at a glance. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, when they wear, when they wear closed-toe shoes, like pumps and stuff like that, with reinforced toe, and they take their shoes off, and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. Girls would yeah. never know. I know now because I talk to all of my hosers and they tell me. But women would, you know, they just didn't get the memo. They don't understand it. Um, thank you so much for calling in. Now, if you do you still have that book, because sometimes I like pictures from my Patreon, you know, and it's not necessarily pictures of you, right? Because you don't wear hose or anything. But, you know, if you have a no. stash that you want to send in a picture of or that list book that you have, like, you know, anything like that would be really interesting to pair with with your episode if you have it do you have that book of the of all the names and the you know ratings do you still have I that i do you should take I a do. can you take a and picture I, and send it and with the stash of what you own that would be interesting good picks yeah yeah and you know what i really enjoyed talking to you about it because it's like i've never got to actually tell somebody about it so it was like really fun to talk to you about this and yeah it, the list i have only has like if there's two, say, if there's two Margarets, there'll be initials for the last name, but no total last names on it. So. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, because of course we want to keep everyone anonymous. You're anonymous. You're not sending me pics of you. You're going to send me anonymous pics of your stash and maybe of that list book, which would be super interesting. Thank you so okay. much for calling in and sharing your story. And I'm glad that you found it helpful as well for you. Thank you, Kathy, so much. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Brad. Thanks so much for calling in and get and send me those pics when you can, okay? You you got it. You have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early 
ad-free and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.